Hello everyone, welcome back to another edition of In Our Reels. As always, we're your hosts, I'm Cameron Shinsky, joined by the lovely Eric Hotop, and today we are continuing the journey through the MCU and talking about Captain America Winter Soldier. Which, what are your initial opening statements on? Um, I mean, so... This movie we we've talked about oh you know upcoming and other other uh like episodes of our MCU stuff, um both of us have spoke pretty highly of it. So upon watching it and you know to the to our review here, um I had nothing but high expectations for this film, like pretty sky skyrocketed like top tier stuff you know. For for those who need a refresher course, what's the plot line of this one? So, so this is the sequel to Captain America. This is like um after Avengers. He uh at this point is it's after Ultron. Is it after Ultron? No, it's no, not. After it Ultron. is not. No. Um so he at this point is just trying to figure out and catch up with the rest of the world, trying to learn um literally the all the years that he's missed at this point, you know, um, listening to music, all sorts of stuff, like whatever that may be, just catching him. Like uh, that's setting the scene for it. This movie is basically him trying to uh, work with Shield, work with Fury, uh, work with Black Widow here, and uh, uh, trying to beat the get bad guys. You know, he's just basically at the beginning of this movie, he is Nick Fury's like, like dog you know he's just saying you know fury's saying go get these guys go take care of this like go do that and cap is deciding whether or not he wants to continue fighting in you know this world wants to keep serving as a soldier and um he's questioning that in this movie whether or not he wants to keep doing that well this is also the film where we're talking with the secretary um What's his name? Uh, Pierce. Thank you. He is played by um, that I don't know. Yeah, man, he's a he's a huge actor. I just want to get it out of the way. But anyway, regardless, he is the villain of this film, and he is basically trying to gain full control over Shield. Robert Redford. Thank you, Robert Redford. Like, and I don't know why I didn't know that. Amazing actor. Um, I love him in this movie. He is seriously one of my favorite villains in the mcu like so good but regardless let me just keep going through the, the narrative of this film essentially uh he is the villain he's trying to gain full control um and he's quote unquote a friend of furies you know or they're old friends um and they knew each other when they were younger and uh basically like the uh the, the whole uh, this is like slowly the unraveling of shield and and becoming Hydra. So we learn about that and, and the start of that basically. And this is the, the, uh, the beginning of a, a couple new characters and the relationships and things. We gain a lot of cool chemistry well, pros and cons to it, but we, we get a lot more of black widow in this movie mm-hmm. um, and get her backstory a little bit. And then we also get the introduction of Falcon into this story. And Whom I really like, and also go figure winter soldier. Um, what? 
I know. I was shocked too when he I was came on shocked, screen. Shocked to see the Winter Soldier. I know. The Captain America. Winter Soldier. I, I know. It was a. It was a shock. But he also plays in this, and he's really not the 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 basically the piece that he plays into this, which is almost kind of minor. I forgot that it was more minor of a a character bit in this than I thought. I mean, he is in the movie, but like he's not really the main villain. The main plot line is uh, the whole Hydra thing. Yeah, it's Hydra and and Robert Redford and and like really it's that like Winter Soldier is them. You don't even find out it's Bucky until I don't know halfway through, maybe more. Like it's yeah. two thirds of the way. Like it's it's pretty long through it, and and they really don't focus on that too much because the next movie, which I think is they discover it more in Ultron. Is that correct? Well, what do well, with, what do they with, discover? Just with like Bucky trying to figure out who he is and, and trying to like rediscover that piece. I don't know about Civil War. I can't remember when he kind I of say that's comes not really. Part. I don't think that's an Ultron too much. Okay, then then yeah, he's really just a back a, a very they and really all. play it um really slowly for him. And also, this is the first Russo brother film they direct so there's a lot of really cool things that are happening in this movie um that set up for some seriously awesome stuff later on but this movie is a dynamite of a film like i love this movie so much um but cam what do you what were like some of the pros for this film that you felt like i have so many but go ahead um okay so i'm just gonna kind of go down my notes here a little bit so I think the police chase that Fury gets in, well, like, quote-unquote police chase, because it's sure. not obviously the police. But I think that part is, like, a really cool action sequence. Yeah. I, I love Nick Fury. I think he's one of the cooler characters in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Just because he, like, he's kind of, like, the, like, he is quite literally a know-it-all when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, stuff like this. And I just sure. think that's so cool about him. Mm-hmm. So I thought him being in the police chase and kind of, like, getting in the action because a lot of people especially through a lot of movies he's like kind of pulling strings behind the scenes but to see him in the middle of some action is pretty cool yeah yeah um i by by far i remember first time i was watching this this, i felt the same way the the dr zola part where he's like an artificial intelligence program and like Mm -hmm. the computers Mm -hmm. that is the coolest thing of this whole movie without a doubt my jaw like hit the floor the first time I saw it, and that happened. When he, when you find out he's still like quote unquote alive. Yeah, like literally. I thought I thought that was. I think it's really like I do really like that piece. I think the mystery behind that was really cool and kind of just the the connective piece from Captain America: First Avenger to Winter Soldier. Um, I mean, like this movie is packed with action. Oh, like yeah. it is. And it's honestly, I was telling, I don't know who we were telling this earlier, it may have been uh, a friend of ours, Kuhn, about how violent this film is. Like, yeah, it's, and when I say violent, I don't just mean like punching. I mean like, there's like a couple scenes where I was like, I'm surprised they got clearance to be able to do that because technically Marvel is like a family, you know, it's it's a family company what, what, you know what part specifically well, there was there was a scene where i saw there, i remember seeing a guy um get like smushed into a helicopter like the propeller of it like shredded him and like there were some like other things that i was just like I'm, i mean most of it was pretty like like docile but like even the the uh the amazing uh like infamous uh elevator scene 
where he mm-hmm. said, if anybody else wants to to get, does anyone else, before we get started, does anyone else want to get, get, get off? Yeah. So like such, there's so many great moments in this movie that I love, but like even that scene was pretty like violent. Yeah. It was pretty violent. Like it's, it's what I guess I would use is it's intense. Like this mm-hmm. movie has a lot of high stress intensity. Like the, even the scene you just said with Nick Fury, like it's kind of intense. Yeah. Like it's kind of like high and and that's very much the Russo brothers like directing style, especially when you see other things that they do. Like they're they just high have octane. that. Yeah, they're they're just very like high level, like really they know exactly what they want to mm-hmm. do, but like this for the first time seeing this, like this was a really mature film, I guess would be I don't really know how else to say it other than that. Like No, yeah. That's like it's, pretty accurate. It's just for Marvel, it's it was a big deal, yeah. and I love this. By movie. no means like a rated R movie. No, but as no, far it's as Marvel Logan. goes, it's on like the but it pushes, more edgy side. It kind of pushes the boundaries of a PG thirteen film, like in some areas, especially violent wise. Like it's and and like I, I liked um what they used of Falcon. You know, uh, I'm not I a huge. Love- Oh You're wow! Not a huge Falcon I was fan. just gonna say, I'm not a huge Falcon fan. I love Falcon. I, I think, think he's cool, but I don't like. If we're gonna get nitpicky here, and um, I'd almost borderline like rather have like his Red Wing than an Iron Man suit. Oh well, I mean, like, I think. But... <laughs> I ahead. think I just gonna say like, the character Falcon is okay, but when I compare him to other characters, he's kind of how I see like. Maybe like Black Panther or what? Just uh, kind of there. Yeah, he's he's okay. Or like, actually, you know what? I would compare him to. I would compare him to like, uh, um. Oh my goodness! I just I literally just lost my train of thought. Like a War Machine or, um, like a like a sidekick. Yeah, kind of like a sidekick. Kind of like um. Oh man, there was somebody else. I can't believe I forgot. I'm so upset. But either way, yeah, like you're... kind of that like War Machine similar status though where it's it's not like maybe like yondu like you know that's sweet yeah i'm i like yondu way more though than falcon but like i see him at the at that same status where it's kind of like he's not t- top tier he's not or i was thinking of captain marvel was the other character i was thinking of like oh. not top tier status like like eh, okay cool but like great like mm. and like i felt like later on like like winter soldier kind of hit that tier especially towards like Endgame. Was, like i've never hardly. been a winter soldier fan i think he's winter soldier's cool flat. he's always fallen flat for me i think sebastian stan is a fine actor but he's not like, are you serious a, i think he's fine i don't think he's i think anything he's crap this. i don't think he's that bad i think he's, he's fine he wasn't bad in this movie and i just watched uh civil war last night so and he wasn't like that bad in that movie but like his little tidbit at the end of black panther crap what little bit he's got in infinity war crap he was hardly in infinity war i though, know to be fair like... i know and that's, I, that's why i said the little tidbit but then i watched a movie with him and it where he was the main star the last full measure mm. he was he was dookie absolute mm-hmm. dookie I don't so know. I'm I don't not know. a big Sebastian Stan fan. I think he's a fine actor. I don't think he's anything incredible. I don't think he's ever done anything that's like jaw dropping, like like Scarlett Johansson, like uh, Robert Downey Jr., like even Chris Evans. Like he's not done anything that's like really good career staple. Yeah, career staple stuff. Like I would even if say any, like if Chris anything, Evans it would be this Captain right now. America, is like, his... 
Oh yeah, his, his but I'm biggest, saying that his biggest career point is being Winter Soldier. Yeah, and without I think it's a doubt, fine. Without I think a doubt, yeah, it's just fine. It's, he's fine. But that's like I think the same thing though for Falcon. Like I don't think he's ima- like absolutely amazing. I think he's fine. It's just a, I, it's a I background like character. I just think he's kind of a background hero. Dude, he's not that background. He's like Captain America's like right hand man. I get it. He's not. He's not like the spotlight, obviously, but he definitely plays a key part in the like the next like in this one and Civil War, especially. I think I think we'll have to keep, what we'll have to do is we'll keep a, an eye on him as Winter Soldier and Falcon come into the Disney Plus world, and we'll see. You know, yeah. Because that could that could either crash and burn or it could be really fun. We'll we'll see, you know. Yeah. Um, but moving on with this one, like aside from Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, um, this movie like is literally hits every note that it possibly can. It's a spy film. It's an action film. It's a superhero movie. It's a drama. You get even like the tidbits of like the love story in there with Captain America and various other girls in this movie. You have the spy girl who was his next door apartment lady and Black Widow. See, you say Black Widow. I've never gotten like the relationship vibe off of that. Oh, they totally had that in this movie. Don't deny I've never it. gotten that. Oh my goodness. It was so obvious. It was like annoying. Like they, they, they went back and forth. That, that was almost one of the only things I didn't necessarily love was the tone of that. Those two characters was kind of all over the place. Like they, you could tell that they were friends. Like, I don't know for people who don't know. Uh, I believe like Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson were were like friends growing up. Um, oh really? You, I didn't. Know yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. They talk about it, and um, they like knowing each other for years, and like you can definitely feel in this movie. The that, yeah, you can totally feel like they're friends. Like you could totally get that feeling, but they play back and forth between things where they'll have moments. There was like a comical beat in this film where she's constantly like as they're throwing a guy off the off a roof for falcon to go catch they were like interrogating him you know um they're talking oh, about uh she's what, trying to hook hook him up yeah, with a girl they go back and forth in that joke but also in scenes where you can definitely feel something like he even she even like kisses him on the cheek or whatever like weird little like things not things that i don't think was as like obvious as ultron with hulk and and black widow but like yeah, subtle things weird. that i felt like it eh, could have been a little more focused like that way it doesn't feel weird where it's kind of like okay are you being flirtatious or are you not like what's the you know i mean they kiss in this movie right so just i felt like this yeah oh yeah they actually do kiss in this movie that's another thing though is like albeit it was like for cover but yeah but like still th- you see what i'm saying though it's like you just helped my point that like they kind of bounce back and forth between that tonally where it's like and, the, okay, and then when they're the driving away here? They're like leaving. She like teases him about how bad it was or something like that. Yes, right. So like, I'm just saying that like, it, the tone bit between it was kind of weird. And also, there's another girl that Captain America clearly liked and asked out for coffee. So like, what's the uh, you know what's going on here? Like, let's land the plane. Which one? He's of a home record. Captain America's a home record. Oh, breaking news! No. But like, genuinely, I felt like that was one of the only things I could. If I like had to pull this movie apart, I didn't really love that because she just kind of jumps from guy to guy in when you look at it overall. Like she goes with Banner, and I guess she kind of sticks with Banner like from there on out. But like, yeah, I was gonna say the Banner thing's in play for 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 most, yeah, until until yeah, well, yeah, but it kind of loosens up as things go. Like towards the end, they really don't focus on it. Well, I mean, there's been like years time between 
let's say ultra it's been years between ultron and infinity war yeah yeah where banners as we know now on a whole nother planet yeah so of course yeah. it's gonna loosen up a little bit yeah yeah it's just I, I felt like as a whole didn't really love that piece the action in this movie like the choreography is phenomenal oh, in this notch. film top oh yeah notch. top notch so good um and like like as much as i said about like the, the chemistry like you get the feeling that they're friends i felt like the writing in this movie was solid like super solid not just as a superhero movie but as a movie like not there were few points in this movie that I felt like it was really cheesy, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you ever watch a superhero movie and you're like, oh yeah, that's a cheesy line. Like especially in Endgame, love yeah. Endgame. Don't get me wrong, but like, come on, like Avengers Assemble, like cheesy. Like you have you to know, say, okay, you know they have to do yeah, that I know just that, to please the fans. I understand that, but I'm saying like it's superheroes, so it's gonna be cheesy. Like, yeah, like no matter how there's hard nothing you try. cheesier than superheroes. Yeah. So, but like this movie didn't really feel like that. This movie hardly felt like a superhero movie. All to, all around, anyway. You know, like I you mean, weren't really dealing with. Like, there was like, like a few scenes. I was like, all right, it's a superhero well, I mean, movie. In this whole movie, really, the only person that's got quote unquote superpowers is Captain America. And I guess Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. He's got the metal arm and everything. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean Falcon. He's just a dude who's got that red wing. Black mm-hmm. Widow is just a girl, like an assassin. Yeah. Even the main villain, who's Secretary Pierce, is some yeah. old dude who's yeah. just plans. Yeah. It's not like, again, yeah, it's a superhero movie, but yeah. there's not a whole lot of superhero stuff taking place. Right, right. Again, he's just so good. Like, Robert Redford as the villain of this mm-hmm. movie, just, I could not praise him enough in this. Like, he's Which, just so good. They cast I, him I, so freaking well. I have to touch on this. There's a I will. There's a lot of foreshadowing happening in this movie. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. I I pulled the line specifically from when like Pierce was talking to Fury like towards the end in their office, you know, and they're like, mm-hmm. and Pierce says, in order to build a better world, some you sometimes have to tear the old one down, and that makes enemies. Which if that doesn't get foreshadowing to Infinity War and Endgame, I don't know what does. Or even like Civil War. I was thinking of Civil War when you said that. Oh, that too, yeah. Like you have to change order, like you know what I mean? Like as we talked about in a couple episodes ago with Iron Man and how we see his character arc from mm-hmm. uh I'm in charge of the the I don't want the government's help to civil war where it's we need to sign this treaty with the government. Like complete yeah. change and we have to change order like tons of foreshadow and again who directed that but i believe the russo brothers directed yeah they that. did so I like just watched it last night. yeah like they just foreshadow really well like that's one thing as we've talked about many times in the mcu and i'm sure you're gonna hear it again from us like the russo brothers know exactly what they want to do they plan it out and they foreshadow every single yeah. bit of the way they they, they knew what they want time. and went for it oh yeah and it's just a tiny it's just so those little tiny things when you're watching it are just those flavorful little like rewards yeah. for being like committed fans because when re-watching it it's like so much fun it's so much better than watching like i was my my wife um was watching uh start like star wars force awakens and she watched the last jedi and and we're mm-hmm. probably gonna watch rise of skywalker today and um God. just watching how sloppy those movies are and i was just watching parts of the last jedi and i literally was like this is almost unwatchable like yeah. it's and it's not anything to do with the acting. It has nothing to do with it. It's the story, so sloppily done, with 
none of it makes sense anymore. Like nothing that they talk about in this movie for the last Jedi makes any sense. And mm-hmm. when you're even we're talking about Winter Soldier, that movie came out in like 2012, 2013. I think it's 20. Let me. Uh, it's, it came out 2014. Okay, 2014, and the Endgame came out in 2019. Was it? Like I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. 2019. So like they knew exactly what they wanted to do five years in advance. Star Wars couldn't even do that, and it was like four years and i think they had like a gap year or something between that too so like it, it was just like three movies and you have marvel that's done 20 uh two, two 23 24 some, something somewhere in, in the low to mid 20s like talk about just a triumph of being able to tell one continuous story yeah. all the way through and make sense is like in itself a complete triumph of like just in itself it makes sense at the end you've already done it but to be able to tell a story that's like this is something we've committed to we're fans like um the producer kevin feige like a fan a comic book fan like look at the people who directed star wars not to like pull star wars apart and and kind of go off but like i was gonna say you're kind of going off on a tangent here yeah, but with with like Winter Soldier though, you have so much really good foreshadowing that even something like Star Wars could not do. Like Winter Soldier has foreshadowed a lot of things, including Falcon and Winter Soldier, including Civil War. Looking at where even Captain America is going, we have some foreshadowing to what that's going to look like too. Like, there's a yeah. lot of things that they've placed in this movie, especially with the Russo brothers for what they want to do in the future. It's not them directing the next movie. I think the next movie after this is guardians, yes. which isn't even that, you know? So, and I believe at the end of this movie, the end credit scene was, uh, help me with that. It is. Oh man. I cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let, me... Let me look. I'm looking it up. Okay. Right like I just felt that like, as as a as a superhero movie but also as a sequel i can confidently say this is one of the best sequel superhero movies and and honestly one of the best sequel films like this could be i definitely think this movie is better than the first one. Oh, 100 yeah like it's just an incredibly well done film there's like i'm having trouble trying to find a negative that uh, i like oh hated. it was uh well the mid-credits scene was like a prelude to Ultron because it shows Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Like ah, that's right. And then the and then the post credit scene is uh, Bucky. He goes like to that like Captain oh, yeah. America museum yep, yep, yep. and he's like reading about it and stuff. That's right. Yep, that's right. With yeah. So what you get foreshadowing for Bucky trying to figure out what's going on with his past and things, and then oh, I just remembered. I'm pretty sure that Bucky goes somehow to Wakanda. Or yeah. something to like get his mind fixed. That that is explained in Civil War, which we'll talk to when That's we record right. it. That makes a lot more sense. And I think that was the first introduction of Black Panther. Is that not? Yeah, that was Black Panther's where we see year. like his dad die and yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but yeah, um, I do I do want to point out. I just think it's funny. This I Chevy obviously was like a partner or something with this movie because every single car that's on screen for more than like two <laughs> seconds is a chevy like I literally think you're right i don't even think no you're, dude i'm, I'm sure you're right i'm i know you know me i know my cars i'm right nick fury <laughs> driving a suburban getting chased down by impalas every time captain america and scarlet witch are on the road driving a silverado i'm pretty literally, sure they're like i don't even know where this takes place i think it's chevy city 
I'm pretty sure we saw ads for it. I don't know. I'd have to look into it and go back. Yeah, like they could do. Uh, there's a TV on, probably a Chevy ad on it mm-hmm. in the yeah. background. Oh yeah, and then I'm pretty sure they shot it like it was like a trailer, like a, you know what I mean, like like a like a superhero oh. trailer, like the Chevy commercial is like a superhero yeah, commercial. And they're like, I mean? oh, go see like Winter Soldier. Yes, yeah. I could be wrong, but I I mean they pretty sure that part could be wrong, but there's no they're a hundred percent like had played a part in making they had to have yeah they must have invested something into it i'm sure which i was not a pro or a con i just thought it was funny yeah that's funny that is funny but do you have anything more to say as far as like no takeaways movie's a straight banger this is just a really banger it's just this movie hits so many chords for me just like in just not even good superhero like a good superhero movie in the mcu like a good movie. This mm-hmm. is just a great movie. What would you give it then out of five? I gave it a four and a half out of five. I think it's near wow. Perfect. I think it's near perfect. I like, gave it a three and a half, bro. bro. It's near perfect. It's so 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 good. It's That's and high. I was telling, I told you earlier when when we do end up going to the end and actually list our our best to worst, you know, um, yeah. this movie's in the top four. Wow. I can confidently say top four, top five in that area. It's definitely in the top five. I'd have to see and actually look at all of them. But like this movie is so good in so many different like it's just such a, a don't get me wrong, it's good. I just I don't think of it as highly as you. It's just you, such it's an action packed film, start to finish. The writing, the acting, the story. It's it's not just like a superhero movie. It's a genre film. It's a spy film. It's like Robert Redford is the like you, you, he's one of he's almost to me as like you can't think of anyone else. Well, no, like you can't think of anybody else playing Iron Man, right? Like you can't is think Robert of anybody. Jr.? Yeah, yeah, like you can't think of anybody else with Chris Evans as Captain America, right? Like mm-hmm. I would never want to see anybody else play anyone else yeah in this role in this villain i was gonna say the entire cast is just so perfect like i hate to be this the guy I hate, I hate to be this guy but like listen josh brolin's a great thanos but if yeah. somebody else was cast as him he's a voice actor almost bet we wouldn't know the difference oh well yeah but like, you said like, it yourself josh brolin was like i can't imagine oh, thanos great. with a different voice yeah i mean he, he's it's, it is iconic now but i'm saying like you can't replace those kinds of things with certain villains like like certain it's you can't come like when i look at like robert redford doing this role and if you look at um like dark uh dr strange i don't know what the mm. villain's name is but um uh it's not dormammu it's that crazy guy yeah i know it we oh boy they got <laughs> such weird names in that movie yeah they have some strange names it's played by uh mal what's his he has a strange name too I'll, I'll look it up i'll look it up yeah okay let's see here um his name oh my goodness we're really accomplishing a lot we're really today. struggling today dude this is uh, oh mads uh Mick- mickelson Mikkel- yeah he Mikkel- plays Caecilius. that was his name struggle we are struggling on the names um yeah. he's also in i know him from rogue one and like hannibal if anyone's ever seen hannibal it's a tv show anyway um but like I could see anybody else play him because I can't even remember his name. Like, it's not to rip on his acting. He did a great job, but he's not as iconic as, yeah. like... There's just, definitely certain uh, villains are more iconic than others. Right, right. So it just felt that, like, the, all that to say and all that struggle to say, like, Robert Redford was the was the perfect villain. You have the perfect story. You have, like, even the perfect co-stars. Like, 
like Black Widow was perfect for this movie in the choice they decided to go. It wasn't Falcon. Mm-hmm. It was her. Like she was the well, co-star, yeah. you know? But she's also like a lot bigger player in the MCU than right. Falcon. Well, right. But I'm saying like they did a great job slowly easing us into it. It wasn't like some of these other films where we're just immediately introduced to character like Black Panther and Civil War. It's fine. Yeah. But like it's it's they're slowly coaxing it in where instead of like Black Panther being the main focus, he's a background character. Falcon is a background character. You have he is not as Black well. Panther. Okay, okay, Black Panther by no means is like the star of the film, but he plays a pretty important role in just, Civil but, War. Okay. He just, but also it's his first one though, so we don't yeah. know much about him. You know what I mean? Like the same thing with Spider Man, a background I mean, character. You know, so like and maybe they intended us for not for us to not know a lot because they had, were getting their own movies. Later. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying though. With Falcon though, it was perfectly. It was the perfect amount of time for him. I didn't felt like I didn't feel like I needed more. You know. Like I, mm-hmm. as for like Civil War, I wanted to see more of Spider Man. I wanted to get more of him, you know, or even like the cameo of Ant Man. Like I wanted more of him in Civil War, you know. So in this movie, though, there was like, no cameo of him in this one. In Civil oh, War, oh, you're saying a cameo of Falcon in Ant Man? Yeah. No, I'm saying that Ant Man coming in and doing that fight scene in Civil War. Oh, like I was, I wanted more to, I wanted to see more of him. I, we'll talk about Ant-Man when we get there, but I love Ant-Man. Oh, I do too. I love that movie, but um, I love the movie and the character. Yeah, that's a great one. But anyway, you gave it a four and a half. I did. I gave it a three and a half. That runs out to an even four out of five, which is pretty high for the movies we reviewed on here. Yeah. Extremely Um, film. So Captain America Winter Soldier, four out of five. What's the next movie we're doing? The next film we're going to be going over is Loose, right? Oh, okay. So we're going to be doing a non-Marvel film. We're going to be going over a movie called Loose. Uh, just a quick bit of it. It's about a, a kid who was adopted and trying to... Uh, he's kind of like terrorizing his teacher. Um, but yeah. It's it's a fascinating. Say, you've film. seen it. I haven't. It's fascinating. It is a very very wild film, um, and we'll go over that in the next one. So, uh, yeah, that is our next film, uh, and then we'll get back onto the MCU stuff. We have after that Guardians, and then Ultron. Yes. So that's okay. all we really have today. Thanks for listening. If you want to like message us or get involved a little more with the podcast. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The handle for the, both those is at in our reels. Uh, if you have feedback on the podcast, suggestions of what to watch, what movies, or even TV series for that matter, just pretty much anything you want us to know, shoot us a message. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll take a look at it. Uh, and we also po- frequently post like when new episodes are out on there. But yeah, so just can follow us and get a little more involved. But that's really all we have for today. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. It's what keeps us alive. Uh, that's why I wake up in the morning. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yep, and man. we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.